right. This week on One More Pass, you can tell a lot is going on at the Sanchez household. But hey, we're talking about Deshaun Watson. We talk about Carson Wentz and we talk about March Madness and my betting problem. Uh, <laughs> Joey, <laughs> Joey, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm just uh, need to make sure when my daughter backed the car out that she didn't uh, hit the house house cleaner's car and that's the garage closing behind me. So, um, yeah, I'm just totally ready to go. Totally focused. Man, real sound effects. You didn't even have to fly them in. No, I didn't have to do that. Rob, you ready to go? I am so ready to go. If uh, it's going to be anything like that's, you know, this podcast, anything like the intro, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. This podcast is a mess today. Here we go. One more pass. Let's do it. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter, One More Pass Pod at gmail.com. We had last week off, so we don't have any emails this week. We've tried to start this podcast about 20 million times. Joey had a house cleaner show up and his dog was going apeshit. I forgot to hit record on the Zoom, but uh, I think we're good to go now. Hopefully my computer won't crash because that would be terrible. But uh, Joey, do you want to tell everybody how come you have a, a housekeeper there cleaning your house? Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah, I get, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, just just because uh, I made the mistake of about ten years. No, I, it wasn't a mistake, but about ten years ago, for a gift for my wife, I got a like a house cleaner, and she loved it. And so <laughs> she's been with us for ten years. So there's that. Uh, so yeah, and I apologize for. Uh, yeah, this 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 pod's been a mess today. We got weather. We got. The house cleaners, we got dogs going nuts. And uh, now I'm in my garage broadcast coming to you from my garage. Nice. Just to let everybody know, we will be dropping every single pod on Fridays at noon now. Obviously, our schedules trying to balance between three people have been changing. So uh, yeah, we just decided to record on Thursdays. Pod's dropping now on Fridays at noon. So you guys can listen to us on your sweet, sweet drive home on Friday afternoons. If Well, I guess if anybody's going into the office, I don't really know of anybody going to the office right now besides my wife who's been going into a hospital for the past year during the pandemic. Mm. But uh, yeah, so Joey, I'm glad you're here. Rob, how was your uh, week off? Man, it was pretty uneventful. Just uh, just kind of doing house stuff, overseeding the lawn and killing moles, ground moles. Yeah. Um, killed two this season so far. It's been thinking about getting, getting trying to find a taxidermy. <laughs> And <laughs> stuff them, stuff them in different positions and put them in the yard. Maybe they'll act as like scarecrows. Ooh, uh, it's like an old garden gnome, but a taxidermy. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. I, 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 unfortunately, I don't have a lot to report. It's been, it's a pretty, it's been a pretty lazy week. You yeah, know, man. Not lazy, but just not a lot going on. Yeah, dude, I'm about the same. So, uh, Joey, is the Scotty McCreary train gearing up for anything? So we just got back. Uh, we just came ashore from SeaWorld. Which I know what I know what you're thinking, and yes, it's still, it's, it's still open. It is still open. We played a show there on Sunday, and uh, have you guys played there before? I feel like maybe I asked that a couple of weeks ago. I have not. No, um, no, I have not either. No, it's a, um, it's a, I think it seats like five thousand. Like it's a pretty pretty decently big amphitheater, and um, being being in Florida. Uh, no offense to any Floridians that are listening, but I, I did have my doubts on what precautions would be taken. Um, and they weren't messing around. We had to get COVID tests before we went down. The only, we had to wear our masks the entire day and 
we could only take them off like right as we walked on the stage, we could take them off. So I think they sold it to, I think there were about 1,500 or 2,000 people there and they had them spaced out and um, it was pretty fun. It's the second second show we've done with a crowd since COVID and it's a little different when you can't, uh, they're not quite as loud with masks on, uh, but this was louder than the last one. So um, that's where we were. We're in Florida and we're headed back next weekend to do a, a fair, <laughs> early April fair in Jacksonville. Ooh, so like over or under the majority of people wearing masks at the fair, like over uh, 70% of people. Oh, I'm taking the under on that. Yeah, this this one, I mean, there there were people going around like enforcing masks at SeaWorld. Yeah. Um, But no promises at all. And I don't don't even know what the town is. It's outside of Jacksonville. I feel like this is going to be do your best. Don't live in fear. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. But Hey man, like at least you have a, a gig. So that's nice. That's true. Yeah. We're, we're, did you play somewhere last weekend? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I played again with Jordan Davis. We did a radio show, a guitar round, uh, at Rupp arena in Lexington. Oh dude. Yeah. And, uh, like it was just the oddest thing because you're playing this huge arena, but there was only like 2000 people there. So it's like the crowd like dispersed, like all over the place. Uh, which, that show was like really weird because like it was the first time I came back or I mean, or I mean, I was going to a show with like a look with a tap of anxiety because I'm like, Oh, this actually feels like oddly normal walk through security, like in an arena, you know, actual dressing rooms, you know, back of stage signage up. And then you walk out just like, Oh, this seems kind of real and kind of weird, but we pulled it off. I wore my mask the whole time, except on stage, which the, the like the closest audience member was like, I don't know, 50 feet away from me. So that was nice. But uh, yeah, like we were in the round and then all of us were supposed to play five songs. So we did, but John party was headlining the thing. And I looked down in a set list. It looked like he was going to play it for two fucking hours, which was going to be <laughs> wild. But uh, yeah, we did that. So as soon as Jordan got done, John went on and we left. So we drove back to St. Yeah. which was great. But uh, yeah, I have a couple live stream shows. That's yeah. a huge arena. We yeah. did that the first year I was with Scotty. We did it on the Paisley tour and it's, I think it seats 22,000 for gains or I know it's over 20,000. It's, it's big. It's, it's, yeah, it's over 20,000. It's, it's pretty good size for basketball arena. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I bet Jorn a hundred dollars, uh, like if you just would have said, Hey, how are those wildcats doing in the tourney this year? But he didn't do it because he probably would have been shot on site, <laughs> but you know, I mean like he thought about it for a second and then he didn't end up doing it. But, uh, yeah, John Calipari just comes running, just just barreling through. Right. He's just waiting in the locker room, studying film for next year. He's like, "Oh no, no, no! Kentucky's my home. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go take an NBA job probably this year, so it'll be fun." But uh, yeah, we did that. Rob, is the Brad Paisley train rolling anytime soon? The next, uh, the next thing we have on, according to Master Tour, we have a show on June 5th. It's in Florida. It's some kind of festival. But I got an email from our. Uh, my production chief the other day saying it's, you know, the kind of all the COVID guidelines are going to have, it's like mandatory to get in. You have to take COVID tests. And uh, if you're working there, you know, there's like daily, they have, they have like these like pavilions with these buses that are set up specifically for COVID testing. So that looks like uh, hopefully it'll be, if it hopefully it stands, that'll be our first show of the year. Um, I've been vaccinated. I've got both of my shots. Hell Yeah. Um, so I probably got, I, I got my second one last week. So I'm a week away from being like officially kind of like in the clear. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, you know, 
uh, all our crew guys and band guys, everybody's getting, getting on the, t- the tip and getting, getting their jabs on and we'll get rolling. We've got a couple of weeks of production rehearsals after that. And then, um, gigs start kind of trickling in a couple in July and then it gets busier. I think we've got, it's less than 20 shows on the books right now through the end of the year, but I'm hoping, hope, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to try to book more. So. For sure. Dude, that's great. Yep. I'm glad you're fully vaccinated in about a week. That's great. Yep. I have my second jab on April 9th. So that's gonna be fun. Nice. I have my, uh, I'm getting Johnson and Johnson tomorrow morning. Hell yeah. Nice. Great. One shot. Just Boom. one shot. They, they looked at my skinny arms and they were like, this, this shoulder cannot handle two. <laughs> <laughs> so we should be, he's a candidate for one. This guy's running too much. This guy would just, uh, just pass out. He has no muscle mass. It's fine, but Hey, we're all kind of getting there. So I have a feeling this year is going to be a good year for all of us. And, uh, yeah, let's get into the podcast this week. Uh, I feel like every time we take a week off, like a bunch of shit happens, but yeah, I guess we're going to start with the uh, big elephant in the room. We got Deshaun Watson and like, what's the account up to now? Like how many women have come out against him? 16, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. 16, 16. So, uh, like at this point, if you're a sports fan or like, I guess just like a regular news watcher, you've probably seen all these headlines about De- uh, Deshaun Watson. So, um, yeah, Joey, where to start? I thought Deshaun Watson was a good dude. Uh, I, I, I just don't know anymore. Yeah. I feel the same way. He has been on Denver's radar and pretty much all Denver media has been talking about the last two months. You know, when the story first broke, it looked kind of shady. It was the kind of sleazy lawyer guy that used to live next to the, uh, the, uh, uh, Texans owner. And, he puts a thing on Instagram about, you know, demanding a certain amount of money. And you're like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then Deshaun issues a statement. And he's like, these are totally false. And then you just start seeing more and more and more and more lawsuits come in and then more details starts coming in. It's like, okay, now it's like, I feel like people stayed quiet about it for a little bit, maybe a couple of days. And now it's kind of gotten to the point I was listening to, uh, uh, Willie Donick show. They had Tim Hasselbeck on today and, he was saying, which I completely agree with. He said, I, I, I just don't think any teams are going to, I think he's completely off the table for any teams trying to trade for him. I mean, imagine giving up the farm to get a guy that is facing all of these lawsuits. Um, so it's, it's really, really disappointing. I have to say, I, I really, really hope of course, innocent until proven guilty. Um, but I would be insanely disappointed with Denver if they did any kind of if they pursued him at all at this point, um, I, it seems like in these situations where there's smoke, there's fire again, innocent until proven guilty, but it doesn't look good at all. And it's extremely disappointing. And I think if this last few years have taught us anything, um, Tim Hasselbeck made reference to Ray Rice, what a great dude he was. And when that video came out, everyone was so stunned at what he had did, what, what he had done. Um, so this doesn't look good. It's a huge bummer. Um, it just sucks. I, I, I hope that if these are true, that he's brought to justice and that these, um, these women are able to tell their story and, and be heard and believed. But I'm in my mind, as far as the Broncos go, I've just, he's, he's totally off the table. Yeah, for sure. I feel uh, like the exact same way about the Panthers. So Rob Deshaun Watson thoughts, you know, it's hard for me, especially in the past three or four years, how everything is so cannibalized in the media, every, every story, every issue, everything that happens, 
you know, there's always these incredible knee jerk reactions and there's, you know, people start coming out of the woodwork and saying this and that. And of course, no, no criminal charges have been filed yet, but my, you know, I think I went through all the stages that, that most people do just like, you know, God, he just seems like a good dude. And that, you know, you you know, he, Joey mentioned Ray Rice. That was the first thing that I kind of came to my mind, uh, or one of the guys that came to my mind and was like, well, everybody thought he was a good dude. You know, he was very active in the Baltimore community and, you know, pretty philanthropic guy. Uh, I'm just a very skeptical person at, by nature. I I just really, I have a hard time. I have trust issues (laughs) with, with, (laughs) with a lot, with, you know, the media, with, uh, with, with people in my life and with just in strangers, you know, I just, I have a, until I can really kind of, see, you know, the nuts and bolts of something, it's hard for me to, to really kind of form a, a, a an opinion. I feel like, but yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, of course, you know, people are, are, are capable of horrible behavior and I, I, you know, I don't put anybody above that. I, I, you know, just because somebody's a good dude, you know, doesn't mean they can't be a monster when nobody's looking. Um, the sheer number of the lawsuits, how everything has happened so quickly makes me very skeptical. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, he might be a really bad dude when yeah. you know he may have some severe, you know, behavioral and mental problems that he, you know, he feels like he has to act out against women and, you know, and then these women need to be heard. But like, just, you know, reading about the Busby lawyer guy and other things, it's just, I, I feel, I just, I guess I'm very conflicted because I, I want to believe the women first off, you know, and, and I probably should, but all the other stuff around, you know, Harvey Weinstein was a little different, I think, because there was so much, you know, everybody had known about that guy for so long. So it was kind of easy to like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. But somebody like this guy, but then you think about the Ray Rice thing and it's like, well, it could be anyone. So I don't know. I I just feel incredibly conflicted. Um, It's very, the timing of it, how it's kind of unfolding just seems a little sketchy to me. Mm -hmm. I heard an interesting point. um, Somebody brought up on sports radio yesterday that they were talking, they'd spoken to a couple of ex professional athletes, baseball player, I think a football player. And they were asking them, you know, was it common for you to get massages? And they all, every one of them said, yes, absolutely. And they said, how did you typically get them or seek them out? And they, every single one of them said, Oh, we just went to the team. The team had a couple masseuses that they kept on, you know, I'm assuming on some kind of retainer and they went in. um, And their point was, which was a good one that I hadn't thought of, you know, most of, if not all, most of these women are saying that they were kind of hit up from him through Instagram, which doesn't seem, I guess I didn't think that much of it at the time. But once I heard that perspective of, um, yeah, the, you know, the teams have masseuses that people can go see. Um, I thought, oh, that, that, that seems a little bit, that just seems a little bit weird. I think what's going to be interesting now, um, I would expect that, uh, what is the list that Greg Hardy got put on? Is it the, like, exempt commissioners list or whatever, when I kind of, they kind of put them on like that list where they can't really do anything until they discover what's going on. Um, so I guess that would be the next step. And, um, yeah, what a, yeah. What, what a story, man. I I feel like it started, it was like a little, I saw a little tweet about it and it was like, Oh, okay. And now it's, it's blown up big. And, um, I hope they find out the truth and there's, there's justice. Yeah, because, yeah, because, like, I'm in the same spot as Rob, you know, but, like, I guess I'm more just confused about the whole thing because, yeah, just, like, the timing of everything was just, like, super weird. And, you know, like, obviously, we need to listen and believe all these females who come out. 
you know, like whenever it's something like this happens, but it's like, okay, cool. Like he doesn't want to play for the Texans. He said he wants to be traded. He's not going to play like the owner's obviously pissed. And then this lawyer happens to be the owner's next door neighbor and great friend who's representing all these women. Yeah. That's the stuff that gets me. Right. It's just gets me kind of jammed. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm such a, because we all know the, I mean, from, from college to pro sports, we all know all the shenanigans and the, the culture, you know, bad stuff and the corruption, you know, we all know it's there. You know, I, I, I'm conflicted, you know, watching college, you know, watching March Madness right now, just knowing like LSU, like Will Wade is a complete bag of shit, how he's still a coach there. Yeah. I want my team to win, but like, I can't stand that guy. He's a cancer and he needs to go. How, you know, this has been going on for years. So th there's all these, there's all these things that I'm conflicted with because I, I just love the game. You know, I yeah. don't, want to have to think about that other stuff, but that stuff has resonant impact and effect as well. Uh, I just, yeah, like, you know, the, like the, you mentioned, I heard about the, the hitting the, these women up through DMs and it's like, you can't get away with anything. Yeah. Like if you do that, that's a receipt. That's something that shows that's, that's a very easy fingerprint to, to validate some kind of, you know, action that happened. So I don't think he's a stupid guy, but most people know, that you can't get away with anything anymore. So why would you go that route? So, so that's that's what my mind is trying to get around is like wanting to believe and knowing that's the right thing to do because I've, I've you know, we've all been around dudes and we know how they act and we know how, you know, how much the culture has changed. But, but it's also, it's like all that other stuff, all those people, the lawyer, being friends with the McNair family and, and the timing of all this, it just, it, you know, I can't, it's hard, for, it's just hard for me to get around it all. Yeah and kind of make some kind of opinion. So I don't know. I, I initially, I read a lot of stuff, kept up on it, watched, read a few stories every couple of days. But then when it was up to like 16 and was like, man, until like criminal charges or something, some kind of document, you know, I, I know it's, you know, they can't, you know, you can't put a lot of stuff out there because it can damage your case, but it just, it's just so like, I don't know, man. It's just mm -hmm. very conflicting. I have a hard time with it. Yeah. Cause I think Deshaun's lawyer actually came out um, and said, you know, like one of the cases, you know, like they can absolutely prove like this is completely false. So like, I don't know if that's going to affect all the other ones, but like, I don't know if he's just saying that just to scare the other side or like whatever, like lawyer tactics, you know? Yeah. Just like whatever else. But yeah, this whole thing is just really confusing to where I'm like, yeah, I mean like, obviously you know, like I want to believe the women, but it's like, like all this other shit happened. And then like all this, you know, circumstantial stuff around it, you know, it's just so confusing to me that I just, yeah, Rob, just like you said, like, unless, you know, like they come out with these Instagram messages or whatever else, you know, to where it's just like, okay, yeah, see, yeah, this is definitely happening. You know, then yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm just, I'm just really confused. About and this I, and I feel thing. like an asshole for, for, for thinking that, for yeah. thinking that. And that's, yeah. that's another side to the, to the, the whole thing. And I just like, and I know there are bigger problems in the world, but, but again, this has a great, this has a resonant effect. It's like how we should be treating other people, especially women. And, and it just, it's just all so, I just, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to enjoy the game. I know that sounds so childish, but God, all this stuff, it, it, it just, it, it's so hard. I, I try to view watching sports through being a nine or 10 year old kid. I want to have that, like that video sitting you guys of that, that Michigan and the beginning of that Michigan and Penn state game where they had to call the timeout because you know, the crowd was so loud on that first. It's like, I just, I want that again, you yeah. know, but, but what's more important you know, human lives or just wanting to recapture feelings. So it's just, 
I don't know. It's a big bag of shit. And I just, I hate all, all the other stuff that comes with it. It makes it tough too. It was the same with Ray Rice. I mean, you look at Deshaun Watson and it's, it's, uh, it's not like these people that are, that, that get accused of this or, or, or get into trouble in these kinds of situations. They're not always the monsters that we see their photos, you know, their mug shots on the evening news, you know, I mean, Deshaun Watson has, he's been a really good guy. He's done a lot of great things. Um, and yeah, so he's it not just a, he's comes not out a, to be true. And there's, and a, there's, you know, that's, it's, it's a bummer because we do want to cheer from, you know, they, what does the media do? They immediately go and they interview Dabo Sweeney and yeah. what kind of position, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but what position is he put in? He just says he was, he was a practically perfect kid while he was here, but I, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> you know, what does that mean in, in his private life or in his, um, so it's, a. Uh, the only thing I'm hoping for is that justice comes out, that truth comes out, and that it's soon. Um, I getting back to sports a bit. I I'd be so. I, I think he might end up not playing this year. Whether that is a combination of, of what's going to be going on with these charges uh, and or his holdout situation. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a mess. Yeah, Joe. Because that was one thing I was going to ask you next. Is yeah, because like if all this is true then how come he hasn't been like released from the Texans thus far? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I think that was Tim Hasselbeck's point as far as, you know, if you're the Panthers or the Broncos or whoever was pursuing him, I mean, how in the world could you justify until more is known or whatever? Let's just say the Texans are like, let's just dump this guy real quick. How could you be the franchise? It's like, yeah, you know, we'll take him. Especially because the sick part of it is you could probably get a better deal, right? Maybe instead of three firsts, it's a first and, so it's a, it's a mess. I, I, I agree with Rob. It's a bag of shit. I'm looking forward to justice prevailing and the draft coming up and, and, and getting back to talking about football, but it's an important thing to talk about. Cause it's, it's a, it's a huge story. Oh, it's incredibly important. I mean, but again, it's just like, uh, I, I just would rather be talking about Loyola or, you know, some of the feel good stories. Let's do that next. Yeah. All right. So yeah, just like enough uh, Deshaun Watson stuff. Like obviously, you know, like if he's guilty of everything, just throw the book at him, please. Of course. Yeah. That'd be great. You know? Um, But yeah, let's move on to March Madness. Uh, We'll talk about Carson Wentz here in a little bit, but yeah, let's start talking about March Madness guys. For some reason, like I was just like really not sold on watching college basketball, but man, dude, right now I'm in. So Rob, like, what's your uh, thoughts on the tourney this year so far? I, I haven't been able to watch a ton of games, um, but uh, what I've seen so far has been great. I, I, the first full game I watched of the night was the LSU-Michigan game, which they played them tough. I had a feeling Michigan was going to win it. They're just, they're just too well-coached, and they're just too many weapons are great in the paint. You know, now we've got a couple, we've got Oral Roberts and you know, everybody's kind of Loyola, a uh, 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 Cinderella, but they're pretty, they're pretty good. They're, they're pretty legit. I mean, they're mid-major, but they're, uh, you know, they're more like an eight seed. Yeah. They're so, an eight yeah. seed and you know, Cameron Krautwig, Krautwig or however you say his name, that dude is just, if you look up heart of the champion in the mm. dictionary, I just, yeah. <laughs> I just, I love watching that guy play. Doesn't he remind you of Rob? Do you remember, uh, who was the, the that that big guy that played for Gonzaga, Adam Morrison? Oh yeah, do you remember that? Like yeah. that kind of in that he's kind of that every man's guy where you're like you can relate to him. He looks like he'd be working on your truck or something. Exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, yeah, I, th- I think this weekend I'm really actually I'm going to try to watch 
as many games as I can this weekend. There's a, I mean, the Houston, what's it? Houston, Syracuse mm-hmm. is playing. That's going to be great. Um, Alabama's playing great. Um, I mean, it's, man, it, it's, yeah, I, I wasn't super psyched about it, but once I started kind of watching a little bit and then watching, you know, some of the bigger games, like I didn't get to see any of the Oral Roberts games. I went back and kind of skimmed the highlights and stuff. It's like, man, I just love a good underdog. I just love a good underdog. And that's what this whole, I feel like that's what this whole tournament has kind of become. You've got your monsters and you've got your, you know, you've got your Davids and your Goliaths and that's when the, that's when the fun starts. So it's, 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 to me, it's the best tournament. It's the best postseason, the most exciting postseason in any sport pro or, or yeah. amateur. Yeah, do absolutely. Yeah. Joey, how are you enjoying March Madness so far? It's one of my favorite sporting events of the year. Um, this year I was pretty bummed that Kentucky blew it in the SEC tournament. They had to win it all to get in the tournament, but I thought, well, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. And then, I mean, give yourself, watch one game, watch the ending of one game. And it's like, this is, it's just so good. Those kids, they play so freaking hard. It's the game of basketball. I know this makes me sound old as hell, but that's the way that I remember it. Um, and I'm not trying to it'd be an interesting pod sometime to have a comparison of the NCAA college basketball versus pros. And I know the games are totally different, but when I was growing up, college and pro were both played the same way. You look at the way that Loyola plays, Oral Roberts plays. I mean, these guys are, they get such these, they get these low seeds. Loyola was an eight and people were still saying these were upset games for them. It's like, no, it's not. What was it no. two or three, three years ago, they were in the final four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love it, man. I've been enjoying the hell out of watching all these games. I'm pretty stoked because I'm in fourth place in our pool and I've got my final four teams alive. Um, but all of the upsets, I mean, you gotta, it's just, so. if you don't like March madness and watching those games, then you need to check in with yourself. <laughs> um, because sure. it, it, it's, it has everything. It's got drama. It's got, you know, it's usually like a kid crying or a fan crying. Remember the girl, was it Villanova that was crying when she was playing the flute? Mm-hmm. Is that Villanova? A few I think years so. Ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's great. I can't wait to watch the games this week. It's a little weird. Like I know this weekend, sweet 16 is Saturday and Sunday. And then the elite eight is Monday and Tuesday. They had to switch it around because they're all mm-hmm. in um, uh, Indiana. Um, but hats off to the NCA for making it happen outside of uh, VCU. I know they had to pull out because they had multiple, multiple uh, positive COVID cases, but, um, and hats off to the fans that are, they're making it loud. I don't know yeah. if it's because we're so trained at not having crowd noise, but there were some games where I was like, damn, it's, it's pretty loud in there. I don't that's know what a, it's going to sound like to us when we hear 80,000 people in the stadium. That, that's the one thing I was going to uh, mention. I forgot was watching the games. Like I, the other thing I wasn't really, cause I remember like when we were watching the NBA playoffs last year, I mean, they had, you know, they had the fake digital fans and some piped in sound and it was like, yeah, it was, it wasn't the same, but it, you know, I didn't think the NCAA was going to be able to, to, to pull that off and make it a good in-game experience. But man, it was, there were a couple games. I was like, man, it's like, these kids are getting into it. These fans are the few that are there. It's like, I'm on the edge of my seat watching the end of this game. And it was like, this is, this is what I needed. This is what I wanted the experience to be like, you know? So yeah, they've done a great job, you know, other than the, you know, I guess Duke, what was the, there was another, was there another, was it Virginia, Duke and Virginia both pulled out because of COVID? No, uh, Duke didn't make it. Duke. And it was, there was another uh, North big, Carolina didn't make it either. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Carolina. But, uh, None the worse for wear, man. Not having those those big powerhouses in there, for sure. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, man. Uh, 
having the NCAA tournament back around and having um, sports betting has been awesome for me for uh, for <laughs> a Tennessee. I hit a three-team parlay. Oh, nice. Uh, during the round of 32, I had uh, Oregon plus five against Iowa. Of course, Oregon hit that. They covered the spread. Um, just And then uh, then like the money line, Colorado, Florida State at Florida State, and then UCLA against Abilene Christian, which I think all those games were just complete blowouts. Um, so, yeah. And it, yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out to the Pac-12, man. Yeah, dude. Jeez, dude. Yeah. I mean, Oregon State as a 12 seed, they're kicking ass. Oregon just, I mean, I had picked Iowa to go pretty far. I think I had them losing in the Elite Eight, but that game wasn't even close, man. I mean, Oregon just, and then UCLA is a number 11 seed. They're in the Sweet 16. And USC's well, so. in it. USC's still in it, right? Yes. Yeah. USC. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they're dominating. So, yeah, and plus, like, I have a couple futures. I have, like, Oregon State to make it to the Final Four. Their odds were um, plus 1,000. Uh, like, Oral State, or Oral State. Oral State. <laughs> Oral, State. <laughs> uh, Oral Roberts making it to the Final Four. The That's odds. where Rob, they don't, I think Rob tried to get it. Rob tried to go there. Oral State. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, have, I have Oral Roberts to make it to the Final Four, and the odds of with that are plus 3,000. And then I have Syracuse to, to make it to the final four. The odds of that are plus 700. And then, and then like the amount that I bet if any of those hit, I will still make a profit. So I'm pretty stoked on that. But yeah, the, uh, the college basketball tournament has been awesome. And also, uh, I have been betting on some international soccer as well. Um, I have an eight team parlay do going we, right do we now. Do we need to make, turn this into an intervention? Are you now? Yeah, I was going to say, when do we get your wife on here to uh, check in yeah. and make sure everything's okay? Hey man, thanks Joe Biden for the sweet stimmy. Thanks for that. Mine <laughs> hit today. Dude, I'm not, dude, I wasn't joking with you. Like once, once uh, like Natalie's money came in, I told her, Hey, sorry, it's going to dad's fan duel account. We're, we're, we're right. going for it. <laughs> This no, is gonna be your, this is gonna be your college, uh, <laughs> yeah, college fund. I mean, like, I'm not betting a, you know, like a lot of money, betting like ten bucks each game, but you know, it, I mean, that's still fun. It's still a good time. But uh, yeah, college basketball this weekend. I'm totally stoked on that. And uh, before we get to pop, damn it, I just want to hear y'all's thoughts. Carson Wentz to the Colts. I mean, is Indianapolis thrilled about that? It's so weird. Like it, it, it on paper, it makes sense. Like, okay, they needed a quarterback, and he wanted out of Philly, but. I wish I cared more. Like I wish he was yeah. a better player and a better guy, but he just seems like, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. I, I, I don't really, I just wish I cared. You yeah. Know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm hope, I hope Jalen hurts gets a fair shot in Philly. I think he may have a, you know, I think he may have a chance to be a starting quarterback. I'd like to see that. I don't know. Just Wentz has been kind of a, he's just been going downhill. Yeah. And I, you know, I know he's been injured a lot, but I, I just, like, I don't know. I, I just don't trust him. I have to, I have to give me, give me a season to watch him and, you know, or a half a season and I'll give you an opinion, but I just don't, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but you know, I don't know. I mean, Hilton just resigned for a year. So he's, at least he's got that weapon. Um, he's got a great offensive line. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe if he can stay healthy, he can, he can throw lights out, but. I just kind of wish I cared more. I was more, <laughs> sure. I was more excited to see just kind of some of the other teams, you know, like I thought New York, they got Galladay and a couple other dudes. Like they're, they seem to be one of the winners in the free agency. Is it anybody else's? It just seemed like a, or maybe it's because there hasn't been a lot going on because of COVID. Does it seem like this free agency season has been incredibly rapidly busy? Absolutely. Yeah. Like it just seemed like every day it was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, the salary cap getting cut down, um, you know, teams just dumping 
dumping a lot, you know, a lot of good players. And yeah, I think it's been interesting. Also, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this and I can't believe it because it usually isn't the case, but like the draft is only a month away. I actually feel yeah. like the past two months have gone by pretty fast, which is weird. Yeah, they have. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, Joey, just quick thoughts on Carson Wentz. He seems like a pretty likable dude. I hope he does well in Indianapolis. You know, Carson Wentz, <laughs> Andy Dalton. I know I sent you guys that tweet um, <laughs> of them being like, here's our QB one and it being Andy Dalton. Um, again, I, I know I've said this before, but if, if this offseason has proven anything, a quarterback in the NFL continues to be the hardest position in sports. And I feel like whether it's Wentz or Foles or Dalton or Joe Flacco, who I think just signed with Philadelphia, yep. um, these guys get these huge deals and they just keep getting recycled. And, and the number of truly great quarterbacks, you can probably count on one hand. Um, so I hope a change of scenery works out for them. Um, you know, as Rob said, that the Colts have a lot of pieces in place, but I don't know. Is he going to end up being, um, you know, a Joe Flacco, although Joe Flacco did win a Super Bowl. So I guess you got to give him more credit. But mm -hmm. if you're the Colts and you went from Andrew Luck to uh, Rivers for a year and now Wentz, I just feel like you're probably, like, but probably not, not a ton of excitement, more like, I hope this works out. Yeah, because I actually kind of feel uh, happy we have, you know, old Tana thrill over Carson Wentz, to be honest with you. Oh, I'd take Tan Hill any day. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Wentz will be like a, you know, maybe he'll have a second kind of a second coming or, you know, a new, a new chapter like, like uh Tannehill did. Oh uh, yeah. Like I guess in our, uh, our division now with the Titans is, is what uh Tannehill got Wentz. You have Deshaun Watson who even, you know, like nobody knows what's going to happen with him yet. And then you have Trevor Lawrence. So I think things are still looking pretty good for the Titans. We think we have Trevor Lawrence. We think, well, think. I say we you think, I mean, you never know. Yeah. 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 That's true. Like, well, yeah. Like I guess we'll, uh, we'll keep our finger on that pulse yeah. as they say. But, uh, yeah. Uh, like I think like the biggest off season, uh, thing I've been really intrigued about is, uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have an offensive line to block for him anymore. Because well, they just signed, uh, <laughs> they just signed Joe Thune. Not true. Yeah. And um, he's kind yeah. of a, he's kind I mean, he's a good lineman. He can, he can kind of play every position. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's, I, I think his main position is guard, but still that's, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm my thing. I'm most pissed about is the saints letting Trey Hendrickson go. Um, he had such a great season last year. I understand they had huge salary cap issues, but I, I just, that really got under my crawl. I was hoping they would figure out a way to keep him, but mm -hmm. say love you. For sure. All right, let's move on to pod. Damn it. Rob, would you like to start this week? Dude, we have two weeks worth of, of, uh, and of, I have, I have, angst I, have two, I have two things, uh, and I will be as brief as I can. The first one is uh, I'll put Kroger on. I'll let me get Kroger on notice. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think I think Kroger has just left it how it is. It still just kind of looks like half done and <laughs> half undone. I've just given up. I've 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 given that one up to the universe. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to write any letters or emails. We're all on Instagram. Does it is it just me or is when you look at someone's story and someone reposts a video like you got to watch this? You know, and most time, you know, all times you have to click on it, but there'll be that little, there'll be that little play arrow. And when it first had that feature, I thought, oh, I'll just hit the arrow and no. So you have to like, you have to keep pressing it or like you have to press it, like touch it and then kind of lift off in a certain, like there's no, I, I for the long time, I thought it was my phone, but it's not. 
I've talked to other people that had the same issue. It's, it's, and I thought maybe it's because I use it like Gorilla Glass on, you know, like, no, because the capacitive thing in the phone screens are super sensitive. So that's why those things work. That's why you can, you know, drag around. And so it's like, I don't understand with all the technology that we have and all the great coding minds that you just can't tap it. Yeah. You have to like, I find myself tapping all over the video. You know, it's mm-hmm. got that little arrow, that little play arrow, but that's, that doesn't, right. Yeah. doesn't mean anything. Why, why does it do that? Like, yeah, yeah. Because like we're getting too fancy with like, oh, if you click two thirds up the screen, it does this. But then if you click two thirds down, oh, it does this other thing. Yeah. It's like, why, it's like zones. why doesn't the, why didn't the arrow work or why didn't just, yeah. just hit it anywhere? And it takes me to the, the actual story mm-hmm. or the post. Yeah. Like that's just incredibly, incredibly frustrating. The other thing is uh, my second week of pod damn it is my new least favorite human being in the world while driving right now are the people that pull out if they're coming out of a parking lot or if they've tried to turn into like a busy street and they realized, oh, I've, I've, I've misjudged and like a cars are coming and I can't pull it. So instead of backing up, they'll just sit there. Right, yeah. They'll just sit there. So you're, this happened to me three times in the past week. And one time I was going down West End, somebody was pulling out right there next to Centennial Park and they, they oopsied, but they didn't over, they didn't correct their oopsie. They just sat there. Yeah. So I was going like, and there's nobody behind them and there's no one behind them. Yeah. So I'm going at a normal rate of speed. I think I was going around 35 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit was. And the asshole is just, you know, and he's driving this huge car. It looks like an old Cadillac or something. And he's like, a good two or three feet in my way. And I got cars behind me. Yeah. And there's cars whipping past me. That person, I want to be rocketed into the fucking sun. <laughs> Those people that do that, it, 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 and it's happened to me many times before, but like, it seems like in the last week it's happened. I think it's happened like three times and I'm just like, I'm over it. Yeah. And of course on my Kia, the horn is like a little, it's like a little, it's not a, it's not an abrasive, like loud honk. Yeah. So when I honk my horn, it makes you sound like, it the, makes like me the wuss. Sound, it sounds, <laughs> make me sounds like the asshole. So. God damn it. That's, that's, that's it. I'm done. Those people are kind of like the people who like clear the stoplight, but then it turns red and then, and then they sit in the middle of oh, the yeah. section. Blocking the box. It's, it's like, no, it's like, no, like the, the no, box that's when you go, you clear it. And then once it turns yellow and you see other people stop and just go, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Joey, you can go next. Okay. So I have to, one is a quick one. Um, I think I talked about this on our first 84 attempts at the podcast today, but I don't think I did on this one. The the mean dude that yelled at me in Florida. Yeah. So my pod damn it is um, if you're going, if, you, if you're down in Florida and you're driving along 30A, uh, if you see somebody running and they seem to be enjoying themselves, don't roll down your window and yell, you're such a loser. Somebody did that to me um, and it wasn't helpful and it kind of <laughs> hurt my feelings. And, uh, so just don't do that. I feel like that's a really easy one. Even if you feel like that person's a loser, you don't need to, you need to hurt their feelings because they're, they're out there trying to run and enjoy their vacation. So, uh, I guess that's like a, that's a pretty personal pod. Damn it. Um, maybe I'll think of another creative name for that one. Uh, and then my other one, I've seen this on, uh, since Rob got made me think of it going into the Instagram stories. You know, the meme of the guy that's there's, there's two guys in the bathroom, 
like a bunch of urinals in between them. And then he goes and stands right next to him yes. and says something. It's a great format. Um, yes. It is. But I, I've seen a couple people post this and I'm going to go off for a minute because I think it really sucks. It's what he says is, is hey, have you seen a, a photo of my COVID vaccine or let me show you my uh, COVID vaccine card or whatever. And that attitude just pisses me off. You know, we are a year into this. People, I love seeing people post photos of whether it's, a, you know, the Band-Aid or cover up your info, be safe. But I, I, I love seeing that. If we're already to the point where we're like cynical about that, we're like, oh, I'm so sick of seeing that, then we're in trouble. <laughs> like, I haven't gotten a shot yet. I don't know how you guys felt, but I know Bryn said when, when she got her vaccinations, she almost was emotional because it just felt like just a sigh of relief. Like there is, there is an end in sight. And I am sarcastic and pessimistic as hell, but dude, let people just enjoy a way out of this thing. Um, I have my own individual feelings about people that post that and their conspiracy theories about the vaccines, but just stop posting that stupid meme. Um, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's inappropriate. A vaccine is a way out. It's not thoughts and prayers. It's not denying that COVID is real. It's not denying that you should wear a mask. It's getting a vaccine. And if people want to celebrate it, shut the hell up and let them celebrate it. And while you're at it, go get a shot yourself. God damn it out. Hey, Joey, I should post that same meme, but then uh, like when he goes up next to the guy, it says, hey, do you want to know what vinyl I'm playing next? <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Uh, so you, yeah. You, please, please do that. Do you want me to? Yeah, because like I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, just say, do you know what's now? Do you know what's now playing? Now playing, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's just like, cool. Just get the vaccine, it's fine. And like, I also feel like, uh, like anytime I see that, I'm like, okay, I'm never going to hire you for a gig ever again as well, which is kind of funny <laughs> because also I would like to have everybody a uh, vaccine that I'm with. And also, Hey, guess what people, there may be a point to where, you know, promoters are going to book bands that everybody in the camp is vaccinated to cover their own ass. So there you I go. I can't wait. Or whether, when people are like, Oh, I'm not going to, you know, Canada. I want to travel abroad. They're, they're going to make me have a vaccine card. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Then you're not going to get to go. And people that are just aren't going to get to leave the country like that and represent us poorly. Cool. We will call a sub and everything will be probably just as fine or even better. It'll be great. All right. Like I'll go next and last, I guess too. Um, yeah. Like I think I'm going to steal one of Joey's. Uh, so like as soon as uh, old Joe Moneybags uh, Stimmy hit our account, I swear to God to you, like the very next day I got like, five or six emails from an email list that I did not sign up for from musicians who have turned to be realtors in town saying, Oh, Hey, if you want to refinance with me, or if you want to buy a house, you know, please let me know. And I did not sign up for their lists just like you were talking about earlier. And I'm just like, okay, just cause you have my personal email because we've done gigs together and you put me on your email list fuck off, dude. Like I'm done. And just, just so, you know, we got our stimulus check. You think, Oh, Hey, now's a great time to refinance. Sorry. I like, we already refinanced last year to take advantage of the rates and we didn't call you cause you know, I don't want to be peddled to. So yeah. Pod damn it. Yeah. Just don't put me on email lists that I did not sign up to be on. It's so frustrating. And it's by every single musician who wants to be a realtor now in town which I understand you have to make money. Like I get it. That's cool. But 
God, I'm well, there's so few realtors too. There are people yeah, no. begging <sighs> people on social media are like, does anyone know a realtor? Right. Especially in Nashville. Can you swing a dead cat yeah. in the middle of your neighborhood and hit one? <laughs> then yes. I, I truly think there's more realtors in town than there are drummers and or guitar players in Nashville, which is saying something. Mm. Yeah. Agree because most of them were, were former guitar players and drummers. So <laughs> is that going to be the new thing where you, have to know, where you have to know, like you have to know, uh, uh, not Pro Tools. What's the other one? Um, Ableton. Ableton and be a realtor Ableton. to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, man. Okay. Can you play drums? Can you run tracks? Like, can you edit Ableton? And can you run real tracks? And Hey-oh. oh, real tracks. <laughs> Joey, yeah, I, I, uh, wow. I want to I say, I, I liked your pod, damn it. I agree with you, but I'm, I'm going to go so far as to, and I've been thinking about this and Dax Nielsen showed me today. He got his laminated, but I'm, I was going to get mine laminated and put it on my Put it on my little. Oh, your lamb or your uh, my my your back card. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, put it nice. next to my tour pad. Nice. Just, but it's like it's yes. like that's the only way that I know to keep it. I'll yeah. lose it. Like I I literally went on like a six month, just a nightmare spree of trying to getting a new, trying to get a new social security card. Which that I don't know if that was one of my pod damage. That was that took way too long. Yeah, all because I go by my middle name. But yeah, I it's like the only if I put this in a drawer somewhere. Or just do I don't know I'll because I, I, stuff vanishes all the time. The fact that I've been able to keep you know a hold of my you know oh wait like Robert's your middle name yeah what's your first name John I did not know that yeah but if Whoa, you go I did not know that either if you go by your middle is name is it John or Jonathan it's John if you go but if you go by your middle name it it will cause you a world of hurt the rest of your life yeah yeah because my mother when she got me my first social security card she put my middle name on it. And now I can't sign up for an SSA account because they can't verify me because it's, it is incredibly frustrating. And I understand they have to do it because there's tons of identity fraud going on out there, but oh, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm getting, I'm going to get my Vax car. I'm going to get it Saturday. I'm going to go to Kinko's and get it laminated. <laughs> nice. Kinko's. Gosh, what is it? 1989. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I don't know how you feel, Kyle, but I kind of feel like Rob or John Chip told us his real first name before we started this podcast because this that was that was a pretty wicked curveball to just throw at us. Old uh, John Robs going to Kinko's later. Do you, if, if you if you've got if that is what's going to trigger you, you need to and people calling you mean names from running down the street without your stupid shirt on. Hey, loser! Maybe you need to maybe you need to reassess the. Uh, Things you hold value the guy, in your life. The guy that yelled that at me, guarantee that guy's name was John. So I understand why you why you go by Rob. Hey man, like at least my name is not a nickname for the toilet. Uh, means I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitter. Yeah, trust me, I've heard them all. Yeah, well, try having your name be Kyle and have people right sitting right next to me sending you uh, <laughs> Monster Energy <laughs> memes and punching drywall memes for like legit the past five years. <laughs> Hey, I can't uh, control the internet. It's just funny to me. Oh. That's very true. Where uh, the Kyle things are was pretty great though. Uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, like, I think my favorite was, uh, well, yeah, just like the OG drywall monster oh, yeah. meme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody, but you, but uh, you'd a like kid's to- name Kyle. And oh, then yeah. it just has this picture of uh punched drywall and a monster, any drink, <laughs> like a monster energy drink on a shelf. Yeah. But you're like the anti Kyle. So it's, I am. Yeah. You know, I've actually, I've always changed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to change it. My middle name's Alan. So that's fun. Mm. I don't think I could go by Alan. I'm not an Alan. That's my dad. Big Al is what we call him. Yeah. That wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass. At One More Pass Instagram. At One More Pass Twitter. One More Pass Pod at gmail.com. Please shoot us an email. Remember, pod drops every Friday at noon now. And uh, yeah, 
Joey in your garage with your uh, housekeeper upstairs. You should yeah, just stay yeah, there. You with the tornadoes coming through. You should just hang out in the basement. <laughs> not again. Not again. I might no. just, yeah. <laughs> Joey, do you have any parting words for our pass receivers? Uh, no, go get vaccinated. It's uh, I just saw Williamson County opened it up to 16 and above today. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of States are doing that. So go get vaccinated and uh, get our way out of this thing. Joey, are you mad? I keep telling everybody you have a housekeeper. My garage is open. <laughs> Sorry. Now my daughter, my daughter's driving to work. So Perfect. Perfect timing. Rob, do you have anything Forget to say? Yeah. Or- <laughs> I, I feel like it should just, I feel like that's a pretty good ending right there. Uh, Rob, Rob jo- quickly. Joey, it was nice knowing you, buddy. <laughs> have a great rest of the day. Um, Don't die. Yeah. We're doing our podcast, but yeah, we were just wrapping it up. This is hilarious. I'm leaving that in there for sure. Oh yeah, please. No, Rob. do. Yeah. So, Rob, as I'm, as I'm giving my my PSA about getting your vaccination, my garage opens. Uh, this is uh, this has been a complete mess, Rob. What do you have to say to our past receivers? Uh, wear a mask, be kind, rewind. Don't pull out in traffic, and if you do, back up. Thanks, bye. All right, we'll see y'all next week, Friday at noon. Give Joey thoughts and prayers. See ya.